0: Star Wars: Seven by Seven, Episode One Thousand Nine Hundred and One. Today, we're gonna kick off a review and dive into Star Wars Myths and Fables by George Mann. Punch it! Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode, and here is, of course, the deal. Myths and Fables by George Mann is an in-universe book. The official description says that it is beautifully illustrated, it's a unique treasury of in-world space tales that takes readers to the far reaches of the Star Wars universe, including to the remote Outer Rim world of Batuu from Galaxy's Edge. Now, even though the book doesn't have this marked on it, it is actually part of the informal Galaxy's Edge publishing initiative. I say informal because it doesn't have that, you know, bright, shiny title across the top, like, say, for example, The Journey to the Last Jedi or the upcoming Journey to the Rise of Skywalker books will. However, only two of the stories focus on Batu and Galaxy's Edge out of nine stories in their entirety and a couple of the other ones actually tie into each other as well. We will get to that eventually, but for today this is a non-spoiler review, so don't worry if you haven't read it yet and don't want anything spoiled for you, then I won't be doing that, at least not on this episode <laughs> as far as that goes. So, there was a great interview with George Mann, the author of These Myths and Fables, by Amy Rickow of 365 Star Wars, and was published on the official Star Wars website, And from that interview, there were a couple of things that I wanted to flag for you as part of this review. Uh, It says that Myths and Fables contains nine stories that take place from along different parts of the Star Wars timeline. And this is a direct quote coming here from George Mann. These are the stories that were told to Luke and Leia when they were young. Or the stories passed around in cantinas and casinos or told late at night amongst soldiers moral or cautionary or scary stories that have become lore and by lore it's as I said it's an in-universe book so you could imagine aside from the cover which plainly says Star Wars on it that this book could actually appear on a bookshelf if such things existed if actual hard books existed and weren't rare like they were in The Last Jedi you could imagine this book in the universe itself and it is written from the point of view of somebody who is in the universe. There is mention of the Ken Liu book The Legends of Luke Skywalker as part of this interview as well which you know I had been thinking about too. It's very much a spiritual cousin in that regard but Whereas Ken Liu's book is written about characters who are then telling stories about Luke Skywalker and these stories, these legends may or may not be true or may be true from a certain point of view, the entirety of Myths and Fables is meant to live in-universe. And circling back to that bit about how the legends of Luke Skywalker were not necessarily wholly factually true or maybe just partially true or from a certain point of view, this bit also from Amy Rickow's article and interview. Uh, she says, Unlike most new Star Wars novels that tell the story of a particular character's backstory, the stories contained in myths and fables are not necessarily to be taken as historical fact. And a quote from Mann, he says, There's room for debate about the stories and myths and fables. Like all such stories, there's often a kernel of truth at the heart of them, but they've grown and changed in the telling. They're real stories told in the manner the characters in the Star Wars universe might tell them. Whether the events described occurred precisely as they're told here, though, is anyone's guess, unquote. And so if you're looking for a straightforward telling of a Star Wars story, then you're going to have to check your expectations at the door. But considering the fact that this book was described as something that, you know, among other things, might be the kinds of stories that Luke and Leia were told when they were young at bedtime, I thought, well, what better way to test this than with somebody who might be in the age wheelhouse this is a middle grade book and so that's supposed to be you know fifth through eighth grade right and so scorekeeper Declan who is right in that space I said hey You want me to read some of these for bedtime for you? And he said, yes. And so I read the first one, and this was The Night and the Dragon. There was an excerpt from that story on StarWars.com. I read that one, and in subsequent nights, I said, hey, do you want me to read to you? Or he's also reading the 39 Clues series, which is a whole other situation. And he said, no, can you read me another one? And no, can you read me another one? And this went on night after night until we had been through all nine stories. So if that doesn't, you know, pass, <laughs> pass the authenticity test right there, then I don't know what does. It was absolutely keeping his interest as a great series of bedtime stories. And so right there, that's kind of all you need to know. I mean, in fact, you know, it just puts me in mind also of a recent interview that John Favreau gave about The Mandalorian and about George Lucas coming to the set and saying, Hey, don't forget these stories are for kids. These are not necessarily stories for adults. They should of course appeal to adults naturally too, if it's at all possible, but that it's not necessarily the primary target audience. This one has definitely a more clearly defined target audience like for example, the novel *Blackspire* by Del- Delilah Dawson, right? It is an adult novel, so it is definitely targeted at an adult Star Wars fan audience. This one, Myths and Fables by George Mann, is definitely targeted at a younger audience, but certainly has the possibility and potential for appeal to older audiences as well. And speaking as one of those older audience folks, well, I enjoyed the reading of it too. And it is very much like the, you know, Hans Christian Andersen fairy tales or the Brothers Grimm kind of fairy tales. Like it's very much told in that vein. Some of the stories are ones that you can actually relate to in terms of having a sense of the timeline, of the canon timeline, and where these stories might be taking place. Others of these stories don't necessarily correspond to anything where you could get a grasp on the timeline. And of course, with it being on the timeline, there are some characters that you will probably recognize. George Mann has already said out loud that he was essentially writing one that featured Darth Vader specifically, so that's not going to be a secret necessarily. And you'll probably recognize the old man from The Knight and the Dragon as well. Like I said, we will dig deeper into the stories as we go through this week's series of episodes on Star Wars 7x7. But I have to say, ultimately, as a non spoiler review for it, I did thoroughly enjoy it. It's a different experience, and it's a different experience of Star Wars, too, but uh, from both myself and scorekeeper Declan, makes for excellent bedtime reading, and so (laughs) I do hope you check it out. And I do also want to say thank you very much to Disney Lucasfilm Press for sending me a copy of the book to check out and review here on the show. There is one additional thing I'd like to add about the book, and I will do that after the break. Stay tuned. Check out SW7x7.com slash email to learn more about Constant Contact and start a free trial. Once again, that is SW7x7.com slash email for a free trial. Welcome back. In addition to the stories in Star Wars Myths and Fables, there's a very powerful introduction written by, well, written by George Mann, of course, but who the actual author is in universe, we don't necessarily know it's not identified in the book. But this is a really beautiful introduction, and I'm just going to read you a snippet of it. He says, uh, coming into the third paragraph, Indeed, true power resides not in armies and empires or in blasters and ancient weapons of light, but in the tales we share with one another. From the lowliest homesteads on forgotten planets, to the glittering towers of bustling metropolises, from the hearts of smuggling dens to the tattered edges of wild space, stories, regardless of origin or language, remain a powerful source of inspiration, instruction, enjoyment, and hope. And he continues on in that vein, and I just have to say it was a... Very beautifully written piece, and you know, possibly as an adult, maybe my favorite part of the thing, not to say anything against the stories themselves, but really spoke to me, especially as I'm pursuing the notion of hope these days in the hyperspacing hope-related podcasts like the one that came out yesterday about The Empire Strikes Back. But anyway, there you go. That is the non-spoiler review of Star Wars Myths and Fables by George Mann with illustrations by Grant Griffin. Beautiful illustrations. And we'll dig into the stories themselves over the course of the next few days but for now that is going to do it for today's episode of the show thank you so much for joining me for it as always and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be this podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by lucasfilm limited disney or 20th century box it is intended for entertainment and information purposes only star wars the star wars logo all names and pictures of star wars characters vehicles and any other related star wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of lucasfilm limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them all original content is copyright 2019 by star wars 7x7 we hope you love it